We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Home and home. He is the co-host of Cody and Gold, and most notably, he loves craft beer and barbecue and we're talking about both of those in just a minute but alex first good to have you on the program down there in miami does andy reed need to win a super bowl to get in the hall of fame i say absolutely yes yeah i don't think he needs it i think you look at his track record in the national football league you look at what he's been able to do uh, with his postseason amount of games played despite the lack of success in the NFC Championship game, but still a track record that he's been able to have. I don't know how you how you look at what he's been able to accomplish over his time in Philly, what he's done for Kansas City, four straight AFC West titles. This is a, a franchise that hadn't had back-to-back AFC West titles before. He's done it four straight years. He's in back-to-back AFC title games here, and I, I think he's already there, but there's no doubt the perception is that he can't win the big game, and so he becomes an automatic first ballot Hall of Famer, I believe, if he's able to get a win against the 49ers on Sunday. Uh, Yeah, Alex, uh, you're totally right. I mean, if he wins it, he's definitely getting in. If he doesn't win it, I still think, A, he'll eventually win a Super Bowl with Mahomes, or B, if he doesn't, I still think he'll go to enough conference championship games, have enough success, go to enough Super Bowls that he'll be a Hall of Famer. My question is, knowing you're going to do this interview, How much time did you put in to making sure you found a spot where there was a palm tree perfectly behind your head? (laughs) So if you only knew what I went through. So I even got some help. The chair that that this laptop is on, I don't know if if you've been around Radio Row, they've got some nice leather chairs. This thing is pretty heavy that this is on here. Uh, And so it took about 25 minutes or so. I even went outside. I said, is outside going to work better? So way too much time to get this uh, done for you guys. Wow. Well, we really appreciate the effort, Alex Gold. Tell me, what is the scene down there in South Beach? What is Miami like as a Super Bowl city? It's hosted more than any other. I have not actually been to a Miami Super Bowl, and I would assume our listeners have not either. This is the first go-around for me for a Radio Row period, to be quite honest with you. So I I don't have much to compare it to, but it has been fantastic here to see all the different fan bases. We had a chance even yesterday uh, to go down to the fan experience here, which is fantastic. We're we're doing some video stuff, kicking field goals, uh, obstacle course. Of course, you got the Vince Lombardi trophy, and and you definitely feel the energy. I I think yesterday and certainly into today, there's a lot more energy even around the Radio Row with the the celebrities that are around here. You're starting to see some more fans come down. I, I think there's a lot of Chiefs fans, even over the last Last week or so we were discussing that aren't going to be able to afford a ticket to the big game, but they want to just be in Miami to feel this energy, to say they were in the city where the Chiefs were taking on the Niners for the Super Bowl. It's, it's been 50 years, guys. It's been a long time. A lot of people never thought this would happen. People have unbelievable stories about what this means to their family and family members that may no longer be with them, even how much this means to them. So people want to be part of it if they're able to make the trip down to Miami, even just to be at some of the watch parties that are going to be going on throughout the weekend. So that's what I wanted to ask you about uh, is how many Chiefs fans you think are coming down. I was there Monday and Tuesday. There weren't that many fans yet at opening night. 
I say it was about 50-50 between the Niners and Chiefs fans, although to be honest with you, their colors are so similar, <laughs> I can't really tell unless I get up close to them. It's really frustrating. But how much of Kansas City do you think is coming down there? It's funny. If you ask anybody, everybody's coming, right? It's, it's, it's one of those things you, you go around and, and everybody on social media are calling in saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be down in Miami. There, there's no way <laughs> that as many people have told us they're going to Miami are going to be here. So I, it's a good question as far as how, how many people truly are going to do it. I'll tell you this, though. Uh, multiple airlines added additional flights for this upcoming weekend, uh, for this week period, thinking that there was going to be more uh, attention and need for it. They've been selling out flights. So people are definitely coming down here. I'll be curious to see what the split is going to be for those just around the city. I think we'll get a better judge of it even uh, tonight and into the weekend. If you're down on just on South Beach, we were down there a little bit last night, and it was still more just a mixture of fans in general, more than it was specifically 49ers and, and Chiefs fans. As you guys know, at events like this, people just want to be uh, a part of it. It's a bucket list item for people just to be a part of Super Bowl week. Pains me to admit that Kansas City fan base is as good as any in football. Being a Denver fan, they will be the louder of the fan bases and the more present there on Sunday. I'm confident of that. You spoke with Lee Steinberg yesterday, and we're talking to Alex Gold, Sports Radio 610 in Kansas City. Steinberg, of course, the agent of Patrick Mahomes. Did you get any sense of how imminent a new contract is? What do we expect that thing to be? Are we talking $40 million a year? Did you get a feeling like it's coming this year, or might they wait a year? Yeah, I think a lot of it's posturing right now on both sides. You even had Clark Hunt telling uh, Adam Teicher, who covers the Chiefs, uh, he's on the Chiefs beat, saying that yeah, we'd like to get something done in, in 12 to 15 months. We had Lee Steinberg, as you mentioned, on, on our show yesterday, and he said, well, Patrick's got a contract right now, and we're not worried about anything like that. But I, I would be really surprised. Uh, I think it's more just each side saying, okay, let's wait till after the Super Bowl. Let's see where we're at. I mean, he is going to get, whether it's $40 million on average, that's been some of the reported numbers, I think, if you're Lee Steinberg and, and Patrick Mahomes, do you wait to see uh, what Deshaun Watson gets, for example? Because as we know, this kind of this kind of game that works out, you know, if Deshaun Watson, let's say, gets 38 and a half, if, if Mahomes is getting 40, I would be very surprised at that point in time. I would think it would have to be more than that. But both sides just kind of playing it close to the vest right now. But I think by the time we get to week one, if not training camp, Mahomes will have a, a new contract. There's Dak Prescott that factors into this as well, just to see where the where the market's going to be kind of set. And we know Mahomes eventually will be the, the highest paid player in the league. Without question, I, I got to tell you, I'd be ruthless if I were him. If I'm out there playing with a dislocated kneecap, right about now, you know, you're able to sign like a, a third-year player after their last regular season game. If he was really a gangster, he'd say he's not playing in the Super Bowl until he gets his $100 million fully guaranteed, $40 million a year. That would be amazing. I would give him major, major props for that. He's not going to do it, but there's no way he should play next year without getting a contract. You know, I want to ask you something, Alex. I was at opening night, okay? And I thought it was interesting that there were a couple of, of the – you know, podiums next to each other. Frank Clark, Tyreek Hill. And I've seen people, if they're critical of the Chiefs, one of the reasons they say is because they feel like the Chiefs on some level have compromised the Midwest values by having guys like that on their team. Is there any reservation at all by anybody in Kansas City 
about some of the guys on the team or, hey, we're winning, we're good, we're giving those guys a second chance in life, blah, blah, blah? I would say the majority of it is what you said at the at the end there, which is people believing in, in second chances and also with what had occurred in, in Kansas City with the Tyree Kill situation, just in terms of some of the media coverage, there was a ton of backlash, maybe even some misreporting uh, out there in regards to Tyree Kill and, and some of the audio that was released uh, this past spring, I guess it would have been right around the draft. And so the majority opinion in Kansas City is that uh, unlike nationally, Tyree Kill essentially a lot of people felt like the audio cleared him, which is certainly not not what it did whatsoever. I think there's there's plenty of reasons still to be very concerned uh, about it. But that is more of a national issue, right or wrong. Here in Kansas City, I would say most people have kind of, as bad as it is to say, moved on from it. And yes, when you're winning it, <laughs> unfortunately, it does mask some of that. And, and people are willing to, uh, to go ahead and, and take some of that. I agree with you, though. I thought this would have been a much bigger story nationally this week about Tyreek Hill and his past, about Frank Clark and his past. And I really haven't seen it at much attention. I don't know if some of that comes tonight, guys, honestly, or even tomorrow, because the Chiefs have their final media availability today, and then you really don't have to, to deal with any of that anymore. So I wonder if it's something that we get uh, as far as columns out today or tomorrow that have more attention to it. Yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't feel like anyone's going to make an issue of that story. Interesting, the choices they made. Kareem Hunt now in Cleveland. We saw him just get in trouble again the other day. Talking to Alex Gold, Sports Radio 610 in Kansas City. How does that Chiefs defense stop the 49ers' relentless ground game? Yeah, that's the number one question everybody has uh, with the, Kyle Shanahan and that zone rushing attack that they have. And it's interesting because a name that people maybe don't recognize a whole lot across the country is Mike Pinnell. This is a guy that Kansas City uh, added to the team. I think it was like week eight, week nine of the season. And if you look at when he's been on the field, what they've been able to do against some of these rushing attacks, the two examples are Tennessee and Houston. They've played those teams twice. You saw the first matchup, Derrick Henry run all over Kansas City, what, 188 yards or so. The Texans and Carlos Hyde ran all over Kansas City in the first go around. And then the postseason, they shut down both teams' rushing attack. Pinnell did not play in either of those two previous games. In fact, Kansas City uh, has 50 yards less rushing allowed around there with Pinnell and the team. And so he's kind of been, I would say, if you're asking you know, even for an X factor, a little bit on defense besides the obvious guys, Chris Jones and Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew, Pinnell has been a huge part of their rushing defense. And so I think he's a big part of this game plan for Kansas City. Now he hasn't faced a rushing offense like this in terms of the scheme. We, we even had Maurice Jones-Drew uh, on the show yesterday just talking about how difficult, how challenging this is going to be for, for Kansas City. So I think it starts there and make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. How much trust does San Francisco have in their quarterback? I mean, he, he threw the ball eight times last go-around against the Packers. They clearly weren't able to shut down Raheem Mostert. So I, I'm curious if they're able to force Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball 25 or more times in this game. I, I think that becomes a major challenge for San Francisco and puts Kansas City in a pretty good spot. All right, Alex, I hear that you're into craft beer and barbecue. So welcome into my world, buddy. Uh, I want to hear about this. I want to hear what are your favorite craft beers. And I, I don't know what to say about barbecue. Kansas barbecue is <laughs> excellent. We can just talk. I mean, I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm doing intermittent fasting. So let's just talk about beer instead. Because if we talk about barbecue, I'm going to put my head through this camera. Uh, so craft beer, what are your favorites? Yeah, I thought you wanted to talk some barbecue. We have a barbecue fountain at our table. I, I knew you were here earlier in the week. We didn't have the barbecue fountain set up. We finally had some of our partners send us some barbecue. We actually have a barbecue fountain, uh, with some chips and, and bread that people can dip in. So we're going to draw some more attention to, uh, 
uh, to Radio Row here this week. As far as the, uh, the craft beer, in fact, that, that's the fun part about being down here in Miami, checking out some different types of beer as well. But uh, for me, back in, in Kansas City, so I'm more of an IPA guy for the most part. I'll, I'll drink just about anything except for the porters. I'm not a, I'm not a porter guy. Uh, so back home, Boulevard Wheat is, is also one of my, my favorites for sure. And that, that's kind of the fun part about this job, as you know, getting to travel around a little bit and and try out some different beers. And last night we went to some Cuban restaurant and had a, a Cuban-style beer. I'll be honest, it didn't it didn't taste much different than some of the other the beers. They, they said it was Cuban-style, but then I'll be honest, I think I looked at the label and it was uh, brewed right here in, in, in Coral Gables. <laughs> okay. I do not know what a barbecue fountain is, so I need a little more explainer on that. And if you had to go head-to-head, the Cuban-style food against Kansas City barbecue, I don't know if you're a Gates man, um, head-to-head, who wins that matchup? So I'm one of the pickiest eaters. It's something my co-host gives me crap for all the time. So last night trying Cuban food for the first time was actually uh, kind of stepping out of my, my boundaries a little bit. Uh, so it, it was fantastic. I mean, Kansas City barbecue, though, there's nothing better. I lived down in, in Texas for a year and a half in Houston for a little while, and, and they've got great brisket and everything like that. But there's nothing like Kansas City ribs and, and burn-ins. A lot of places will claim they have burn-ins. They're not, they're not actually burn-ins. You, you can't just cut them in cubes and say those are burn-ins, which is what a lot of places around the country will do. Um, so no, Kansas City barbecue... I think if you were to put it up against just about anything, it's going to win. I mean, I, I don't want to knock down Texas barbecue too much. It's not bad. It's better than, than Memphis barbecue. It's better than Carolina barbecue, but uh, KC barbecue on top. Well, I don't know. What, what's your favorite? Well, actually, I, I prefer Memphis barbecue oh. over Kansas City. Well, here's my explanation. Kansas City barbecue is a, is, it tends to be a bit fatty. I mean, would you agree with that? It is, although brisket down in Texas, right? Brisket in Texas has plenty of fat. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, we would like to see a picture of the barbecue fountain. If you could put that, like text us or put it on Twitter. We'll retweet that for you. I have never seen a barbecue It's just like fountain, chocolate but I... fountain, and, but you put barbecue okay. sauce in it. It's made for the barbecue, though. I guess it handles the, uh, the, the thickness of uh, the barbecue sauce a little bit better. And what do you dip in it? Well, that's the problem. We had a deb- We were trying to figure out how are we going to get like little Smokies or something like that and meat on Radio Row that's not nasty. So we ended up going with chips and bread just to get a feel. I, I would love to have brought some chicken and stuff, but that just didn't seem very feasible. Yeah, that's the difficulty, knowing what to dip in the barbecue fountain. I don't think meat would fly real well on Radio Row either. <laughs> Alex Gold, great to talk to you, my friend. Check him out, Sports Radio 610 in Kansas City, always available on the Radio.com app. Good to have you, my friend. Thank you. Hey, everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home at Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 